Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast, Let's Have a Glass. Today I have my dear friend and amazing cosmetic tattoo artist, Iona Wallace, over to chat about life and her career. In her honor, I'm going to put my go-to drink on hold and give Iona's favorite a try. So let's get things started and let's have a glass. Hi, Iona. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being here today. So what are we drinking? Today we are drinking Asti, the ever classy sparkling wine. And why is it your favorite drink? Because um, it's trashy, like <laughs> me. It's cheap as shit and it gets the job done. It's cheap and trashy. I like it. Yep. Yep. Just it's me in a bottle. I love it. <laughs> so here's a warning for everyone. You have to handle two accents today because <laughs> as you probably know already, I'm French Canadian and Iona is Scottish. Yes, so <laughs> today is not a day to multitask. You're going to have to pay attention. No subtitles uh, provided. No. So I'm going to wish you luck <laughs> and hopefully you can make it to the end of the episode. <laughs> So, are you ready? I don't know. I'm on my second glass. That can yeah. Helps. She she started hard. I'm like two sips in, <laughs> and she's two glasses in. So <laughs> this should be a wild ride. Disclaimer: We're gonna swear, swear oh, a lot. Yeah. So don't don't yeah. judge us. Don't be offended. That's just who we are. <laughs> you gotta accept us. <laughs> so Iona. First question of all, since you're from Scotland and I guess London, you're from, I'm from two the places. UK. Yeah, exactly. Let's go with the UK. Um, when did you move to the US and why? What brought you here? Actually, last year, last year, last week was my four year anniversary of being here. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. So this is quite good timing, actually. It is. Given what we're going to discuss. We're celebrating your Americanness. Okay, let's <laughs> go with that. <laughs> Aye. Okay. Um, yeah, I moved here four years ago from London, where I was for six years prior to that. Um, I moved here, I guess, um, for a relationship. <laughs> I love your desperation in this sentence. <laughs> oh my god. I was reaching, reaching. <laughs> um that obviously is not a thing anymore, but I'm still here hanging there, on. There trying. You go. Yeah. Um basically I gave up everything and moved here kind of um should we say on a whim? Not on a whim, that sounds weird. Not was, really. Yeah, it was a, a snap decision, I think, is the way we can say it. Okay, um, so how long on between, like, when you discussed moving here and you actually moving here? Um, I think I, I guess probably we started talking about it in the September and then I moved in January. Yeah, that's quick. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty quick. Um, and it was for the right reasons at the time, whether it worked out, obviously it didn't, but at, at the time it was what we both wanted and it made sense that I moved over here rather than he moved to London. He had a business and whatnot. So I gave up 
my career and my friends and family and moved over. And here I am. How do you like it? How's the transition? Um, Transition is definitely difficult. You know yourself how hard it is to move from another country to To leave. To (laughs) this crazy place. It's fucking wild, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's all really different from Scotland, but obviously I was living in London before moving here, so I had that kind of big city experience before moving here, which I'm glad. I think if I'd moved here from Scotland, I just would have been fucking oh, Holy moly, I can't even imagine. Yeah, it would have been a total car crash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's wild. It's interesting. I've met some fucking rad people. I've picked up words like rad. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. I still don't use it. Oh, I, I can't. I keep fucking saying it. I really rad. can't. That's so sick. <laughs> I hate myself. I had a protein shake today. You did? Yeah. Still can't believe it. I know. As soon as I text you that I was going to finish my protein shake and <laughs> head over, I was like, fucking kill yourself, Iona. Uh, well, yeah, that's that's probably the most LA thing to do. <laughs> I'm trying. You were probably just back from your hike. <laughs> I definitely did not go on a hike this Good. morning. I did not do I'm that. I'm proud of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I love it here. It's it's different it's it's a hard transition there's a lot of stuff to adapt to which I'm still trying to get my head around but I'm trying to make it work and there's a lot of good food what there is (laughs) I was just about to say what do you miss the most about London um I mean obviously aside from the friends that I have over there that's a given I miss um certain foods I miss this one little fucking awesome Thai spot that's in Soho in London and I can't stop thinking about it which one is it is it the one that you sent me to no oh oh no it's just this little lunchtime hole in the wall oh I like that Monday to Friday only kind of little family run where they shout at you like what the fuck do you want and you'd have to have your order ready or they just like everyone hates you you know it's gonna be good five pound twenty for your curry and then you get the fuck out the door and if you're lucky you get a plastic fork to eat it with Otherwise, you're drinking your curry. <laughs> but I miss That's that amazing. place. Yeah. I can't even remember what it's called. Can you believe that you moved away from Dishon? No. God damn. Oh, man. For anyone who's never been to London, Dishon is just the best fucking Indian food. Yeah. Like, ever. It's like fancy Indian so it's not oh, it's, it's just not so good. Yeah, it's not really like the the typical Indian fare that we're used to in the UK. But yeah. it's it's real fucking good. God damn. Yeah. It's fantastic. There's one in Scotland too. Oh, there is? Yeah. Oh man. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's really a staple. Oh, you've made me hungry now. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I mean I miss I miss food, I miss certain bars. Um I miss I guess like the late night bars of Scotland. There's a lot of bars that open till like three in the morning. I just mean a bar, not yeah, even yeah, like yeah. a club. There's places in Scotland too that you can go in in the morning, and providing you order something to eat, you're allowed to drink alcohol. So you can go to a bar like at fucking eight a.m. on a Monday morning if you want to. So if you decided to just go out the night before and actually just carry on, made through. it to the morning, yeah, you just keep going. And if you you're not Scottish, wow. if you can't do that. 
But yeah, the, no <laughs> the best part of it is that the, the plate of food they give you, you have to legally have it on your table, is not edible. It's basically like just varnished food on a plate. So it's it's actually food, but if you die if you eat it. <laughs> but legally it has to be on your table in order for you to have a drink. And it's, yeah, that's Scotland in a nutshell. Wow. Uh, so I miss I, that kind that's of thing. <laughs> if anyone didn't know, I like to drink a little bit yeah Iona's definitely my <laughs> my drinking partner even though I'm such a grandma so whenever we make plans of going for drinks after like two drinks I'm like okay it was great hanging out I'm gonna go home now she gets a death stare and then me. yeah she was ready to just hop on to the next bar <laughs> and I'm like hmm it's 10 o'clock. I should probably <laughs> go to bed. I should have my makeup off and be in bed by now. I know. It's it's time. I just want to take my bra off. That's just all. <laughs> well, that's a given at any that's point of the day. all I require. Yes. It's, yeah. Just bras off. That's oh, any woman. Man. Yeah. That goddamn thing. <laughs> uh, so, what do you love the most about L.A.? Which obviously I feel like the food is kind of a given for yeah. everyone. I mean, there's a lot of good food here. Specifically love, I mean, you know how much I love pancakes and roast potatoes from Hugo's. Okay, so <laughs> let me tell you guys something. So Iona works at my studio. And I'm not joking. She postmates pancakes and roasted potatoes <laughs> for lunch every goddamn day of the week. I've never seen someone eating so many pancakes <laughs> and so many goddamn roasted potatoes. That's what I love in about America, life. pancakes. Just these... It's wild. These pancakes from Hugo's, certified gold. <laughs> They're beautiful. They are beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and then if, if it's my day off, Hugo's is too far. You know, like it's it's the other side of work for me. It's too far for me to go there. I go to Cafe Gratitude on oh my, my day off and I get pancakes from Cafe Gratitude. I went there once. Once? I hated it so much. Get fucked. I hated it. What did you order? I don't eat. Honestly, I don't even remember food wise what I ordered. I was just so annoyed at everyone's attitude in there. Oh man, you've got you've got to be in the mood. You've got to be in the zone. I can't never be in the zone for someone to be. You must order your food the way that you feel, and I like shut the fuck grateful. up. I'm not gonna make. Yeah, I'm not gonna make a sentence to order my food. Like I want a pizza. You bring me a pizza. I'm not gonna say, I am grateful for this whatever name of the pizza, <laughs> and then I'm supposed to discuss about. It's my Said fucking favorite feeling. thing. God damn it. If you haven't been That's to like Cafe Gratitude. That's like the most L.A. situation. I love it. Ever. I fucking love it. If you haven't been, basically, <laughs> you <laughs> you order your food. Oh Everything has a, a specific name. So all the dishes are like called like bonita or grateful or energized. And then you order it with your server by saying, I am bonita. <laughs> You know what I mean? I want to fucking tell everyone I'm beautiful when I order my pancakes and roast potatoes. It's such a dumb concept. I love it. <laughs> and then after you've ordered, they say, 
hey, today's question of the day is, and they give you a question of the day and it's supposed to just incite conversation between <laughs> you and your fucking friends. And I do it. I'm so fucking happy about oh it. Oh my God, I, I love so that you're so involved. One day I went like two days in a row, right? And the second day they, they gave me the same question as the day before and I was so fucking pissed. I was you're like, like no, I no, discussed no. this yesterday. I want a new question. <laughs> I need a new subject, sir. I need a new server. <laughs> I, yeah. I think maybe if I had been prepared. I will see. But no yeah. one told me about it. I prepare everybody that I take because I, I fucking take everybody. Okay. Because I got there and I was like, I really just went because I was like, oh, I want some actual like delicious, yeah. healthy food. Yeah. It's so delicious. So the food was good. Yeah. But I think I was just so blown away by like this whole concept and like just everyone like presented the idea with such an attitude like I was dumb to not know what she was talking about and then I was like I mean it's a restaurant I'm here for food like no one told me that this was a whole like discussion experience yeah so I was just I don't know it just rubbed me the wrong way and I've never been back I'm gonna take you and you're gonna have a great time you're gonna force a conversation on me yeah basically I get so excited but everybody I take I do pre-warn like hey this is the deal and everybody so far because I've prepared them has been super fine with it yeah I guess yeah I think if you know what to expect that's totally yeah can you imagine like going there and you don't know yeah I'd fucking shit myself yeah yeah you're like shut the fuck up like I just want my pizza yeah I think the first time that I went actually I think me and Jay went when she was in town and um I wasn't expecting that and we were both just like what the fuck I can't remember what we've been doing I think we'd been hiking and I had no makeup on and so I felt uncomfortable anyway because I had no makeup on and then there was like loads of beautiful LA people there that are like <laughs> fucking hippy dips with their fucking glowing skin you know and I looked like shit <laughs> and they were all staring at me under this bright white light and then they were like oh yeah this is the way and I was like what I have to say I am beautiful right now because I don't fucking feel it yeah yeah but it's, um anyway it's a strange concept I love cafe garage <laughs> all right yeah breakfast that's my favorite thing about the states breakfast and um i guess california legalized weed so that's yes. sick it's re- it's rad <laughs> she said <laughs> she said it she's an there american i've used it just for you <laughs> it's rad um and my it actually my other favorite thing is living up in la now um i was in long beach before and i moved um in may up to east hollywood Ooh. You sure did. Um, and now that I'm up here, there's so many shows. I get to go to so many gigs, like see so many bands. That just makes me really fucking happy. That's true. That I remember, like before moving here, I feel like there would be so many like special events. Yeah. Like private concerts or like yeah, there's a lot yeah. of one off. Exactly. That everything would be here, and yeah. I was like, that's not fair. LA has everything yeah like nowhere else I mean besides New York like nowhere else has those I don't know just like special events and just something to do every single day and the crowds are always like super interesting like I love people watching that's one of my favorite things and LA is a place to people watch makes me really oh it is yeah like we went to one show last year we went to see the distillers and I had Morrissey on one side of me and Courtney Love on the other side. 
I remember that only in LA. If you don't know me, I fucking love Smiths and I fucking love Hole. So this was like, I was in my fucking element. It was amazing. And you got to take a photo. Uh, I remember that. I did take a very dark photo. (laughs) A photo with Morrissey and it was fucking fabulous. I mean, obviously, you know, we wouldn't go into Morrissey right now, but the Smiths for me are right up there. It made me very I feel happy. like it is for most people. Yeah, except you, right? I know. <laughs> I was so I was not going to say it because I don't want people to like throw rocks at me. I'm gonna throw. But rocks that at you. just that's just a thing. I've never liked the Smith. I've never liked Morrissey. I've I I just don't get it. I mean, I understand why people don't like Morrissey nowadays. I, d- I mean, yeah, I I. D- absolutely dislike him as a person yeah but even like personality aside I just I cannot stand his voice that's really oh boy I know and I mean I've had this conversation with so many people and if it plays I will survive I'll handle it but inside I'm like please make this stop I just I can't I can't not even Johnny Marr I fucking love Johnny Marr. We have the same birthday. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> it's a little fact for you guys. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, you know, all the Smith and Morrissey aside, it's never going to be as bad as Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh so we're good. <laughs> so, you guys, I fucking hate Red Hot Chili Peppers with a goddamn passion. Like, there is no, nothing in life that, is gonna make me like them ever we got and in an uber last week me and audrey and the uber driver was playing a red hot chili peppers album yeah not a song because i feel like with my luck whatever uber or lyft i enter is definitely gonna play at least one song every goddamn time but he was playing an entire album <laughs> like what the actual fuck it's 2019. You have so many choices in music. You could be playing Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. You could be playing The Darkness. It was, oh man, yes. <laughs> yeah, it was just a hard no. Like, to each their own. If you love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I have nothing against you. I'm just letting you know that that's not my cup of tea. She hates you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I really don't. But that was that was just a little, that was a little detail about me, but... It's fine. It's not important. Moving on from the chill. Just please, yeah, just don't play it around me. That's all I'm asking. Don't come into the studio and have your ringtone set to chili peppers. <laughs> yeah, please You're going to get a mono brow. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I'll just turn you around. You must come back another day. Thank you. Uh, all right. So back to location and just your your new life in Los Angeles. Yes. What's your long-term plan regarding location? Jeez. Do you, yeah, are you planning on staying here full-time? Are you planning on venturing to another state? Are you planning on returning to London one day? I mean, it's all dependent on Mr. Trump granting me my fucking green card, <laughs> which I'm still, pleasure. still waiting on. Um, yeah, I'm basically in a little bit of a a waiting game right now as to whether I can stay here um so providing I get my green card yes I would like to stay here for the foreseeable future um 
I definitely enjoy hopping around different states, like, you know, like little vacations um, for the time being. I haven't been to all that many states so far. My favourite place in the US so far is Vegas, but I mean, I know that I can't live here because... Which is so wild, because Iona is like the most little goth, (laughs) pale little princess, (laughs) and then somehow she just goes to the hottest goddamn state. Yeah, and I hate the heat. I don't understand. I know, it makes no sense. No, no. Um, I don't know why. No sense. I love neon lights, man. I love... I love alcohol i love food i love but dolly parton's love machines pool during the day i mean i have to be under an umbrella and i have to be sprayed every five seconds with factor 100 spf man that's so hot yeah like paris hilton once said <laughs> that's hot that's hot yeah i mean i love vegas and i missed um, up paris hilton <laughs> it was such a good time for her did i ever tell you that i was meant to be on her tv show I don't think so. Shut the fuck up. I haven't told you that. I don't think so. Oh, my God. Tell me everything about it. Do you remember it? she had that TV show, um, uh, my Paris Hilton's fucking best BFF. friend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was meant to be on that show. And then at the last minute, I was like, you know what? Like, I can't fuck. And I mean, at the last minute, I was like, I can't fucking do this because I don't want my mom to watch me on TV, like, behaving the way I behave, you know? Do you regret it? Um, I mean... I probably would be a different person right now if I'd done that. I might, you know. Most likely. But um, but that sounds like one hell of a life experience. Yeah, I was obviously meant to be like the token goth girl. Yeah. It, you know, but at that, that time in my life, I used to wear a fucking shit ton of makeup and I was always in high heels. So. That's impressive. I know. That's so much work. I was <laughs> such a strange, like, fucking 22 year old um but yeah I didn't want to do it because I felt my mom was gonna see it and when I told my oh, mom like oh so cute. I was meant to do this show but I decided not to do it because like I, I thought it'd be weird for you to watch me on tv and my mom fucking straight up she deadpan looked at me and was like why the fuck would I watch you on tv <laughs> and I was like oh shit <laughs> So, oh, that for nothing. Yeah, basically, I could have, <laughs> I could have been Paris Hilton's best friend. I could have been Kim Kardashian. You guys. Oh man, could you imagine? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. I love it. Yeah, but anyway, why was I talking about Paris Hilton? I don't know. Because we said that's hot. Oh, about yeah. Vegas, and then I do love Vegas, and, and then we love Paris Hilton. Polar opposite. I still love her. I don't know. I do. I think she's. I think she's an interesting person. She definitely is. She's she very does entertaining. Thing. Yeah, she I'm does stuck. her thing. Um, my other favorite place in the states. My other favorite city is Portland, which is the polar opposite of Vegas. I fucking love Portland. Yeah, it's, it's strip it's club so city. It reminds me of Scotland too, because it's you know it's gloomy. Yeah. It's not super, super populated. Green. Yeah. Um, and the people, you know, it's not super busy, but the people are really, really, really friendly. Everyone is so nice. But not in your face. It's just like you can go to a bar and the person will talk to you, but they get the vibe like, does she want to talk to me or not? Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like that's definitely, like that's the perfect state that if you're traveling alone and you don't know anyone, that's your go-to. Like you're going to make friends to hang out. Yeah. No matter where you go. I want to go to Portland now. It's so fun. The food's good too. They have good pizza. They have really good food. Yeah strip clubs like you said i think most people like a lot of people don't know that like when i bring it up i'm like no like any bar is a strip club yeah basically like everyone like here it's like 
I don't know, like a lot of people are, you know, a bartender or whatever. But if you work in the bar industry, mm-hmm. you most likely work at a strip club. Yeah. That's all it is. Apparently, it's like a, a really good place there that I haven't been to. And I can't remember the name of it now, but um, that's like stripper karaoke. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which sounds like, I mean, karaoke is my worst nightmare. I could never do it. But if the strippers are doing karaoke, I'm so into that. There's no amount of drunk. That is going to make me sing. It's just like my worst fear. Oh, you have no idea. Yeah. No it's idea. my worst fear for a reason. <laughs> Why? Ask Chris. Uh-oh. I'm by far the worst singer um, on the planet. Excuse me? Well, okay. Says, so. the, says the person who rips the shit out of me daily. So I'm going to explain someone that I found out through meeting Iona. It's called Scottish singing. <laughs> It's basically whatever is playing, if she really likes the song, she's just sitting there really in the zone, (laughs) straight up saying the words out loud, like not singing them. She is just pronouncing (laughs) the words out loud with zero emotion, (laughs) zero beat. She is just naming the lyrics, which is incredible. Monotone. And it became my most favorite thing ever. (laughs) But at least, like, you can't miss a note. I mean, I don't... You have no notes. You're just (laughs) literally... Tuneless. Talking. Tuneless. Yeah, I... I I just... I don't know I'm doing it. It's the thing. I only do it when I'm in a really good mood. So it's only when I've zoned out and I'm happy. So I'm not aware that I'm doing it. It's fantastic. And suddenly I get snapped out of it because I realize the studio has gone silent and everyone's staring. And we're all watching you sing. And And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. We love it, though. Do you? I absolutely love it. Okay, cool. It makes me very happy. Good to know. Because we know that if you sing, it's because you're happy. Yeah. So it's just, it's a given. <laughs> We're like, she's in a good mood. Yeah. Let's her do her thing. Yeah. I sing once, maybe once a wolf blood moon, maybe. No, that's a lie. I, sing I feel like that. you sing like once a week. Yeah. I'm pretty happy. Once a week. Like towards the end of the day, I feel like you just like stick around and sing <laughs> that happens quite often oh my god <laughs> it's start setting up cameras just to catch me it could be a youtube sensation i feel like we've i feel like we've caught you before yeah i think chris has tuned into the cameras when i've been cleaning at the end of the day on my own and been like yeah definitely yeah there might be something there yeah just saw me singing dillinger escape on <laughs> 7 p.m a that's Friday. a very strange thing to sing well Hello. I'm going to have to see that <laughs> or hear that. Either or. I love it. Good. That's amazing. I'm glad. Sometimes I feel like people really don't like my accent because they they laugh a lot when I say things. That's my that's my number one most difficult thing living here, I think actually. I think and I'm really I'm really saying that through experience because obviously um when I started speaking English, I like, if you guys think that I have an accent now, you don't understand how I sounded 10 years ago. Um, it was just the thickest accent ever. Mm. And I would just say a lot of things that wouldn't make sense because I would translate from French to English kind of word for word, which French is a lot similar to Spanish in a way of like how a sentence is built. Mm-hmm. So if I was changing word for word, it's like my verb and my like nouns like things would just be reversed in the sentence so nothing nothing would make sense which is really frustrating because in my head I was like well don't be a moron like you just 
switch two words. Like you can figure it out. But whatever little mistakes I would make, people would just laugh. Like hop on it. And look at me like I was the dumbest person. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I've given you all the correct words. I've just misplaced them in a sentence. Like I'm pretty sure you can figure it out. Yeah. So at first I really took it personally, thinking that people were laughing at me. Yeah. But then, you know, realized people were laughing just because they thought it was cute and it was just funny. Yeah. And so at some point I stopped taking it seriously and kind of, you know, laughed at it. Mm -hmm. I've had some people, obviously, that literally made fun of me. That's That they can can suck my dick because I don't. I mean, it's one thing. Because it's always like whoever makes fun of you only speaks one language. And I'm like. Yeah, I guess. Oh, cool. So you're making fun of me for having an accent in a second language? Yeah. Like, what else do you speak? I speak Spanish. Nothing. Cool. So how about you shut up? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's really... I think, like, most of the time, it just... People laugh just because it's different, and it, like... Because I laugh at you all the time, but I don't laugh at you. I just laugh at how things sound. Yeah, we just have quite a lot of... So moments it, where you're like what the f- yeah. fuck are you saying so before we started recording we were talking about so there's a many words that iona so says very differently that it's been a learning process meta. um yes so say it again meta so she's saying a mirror <laughs> somehow she says it with like a couple D's in the middle instead of an R. There's no D's in there, man. I'm it's saying like meta. meta. <laughs> anyway, so whenever she says that, no one can understand. But now we figure it out. So it's a mirror. Yeah. And then she says tattoo with no T's. Tattoo. It's a tattoo with an H. Tattoo. Fantastic. So, you know, we just have... Those are two words that I have to use with every single client as well. So that's what makes it just fucking ridiculous. And yeah. So I have to shout out to whoever's closest to me and be like, can you tell my client what I'm trying to say? I mean, thankfully, you know, when it comes to the mirror, you're actually holding a mirror in your hands. Yeah. So, I mean, if, you know. Yeah. Do you want to take a look in this? Exactly. I sometimes like just I'm look like, at yourself. Would you like to go and take a look at your reflection? Is <laughs> something that I've started to say. So, I love it. And then sometimes I'll say tattoo like so many times and the person hasn't got it. And then I'm having to like try and think of another way. And I found myself <laughs> one time saying body art. And I was like, that's fucking disgusting. I can't believe I just said I that. I mean, I feel like because you're like tattooing, like always the same specific part of the body. Yeah. You could just say like your eyebrows. Yeah. Or your lips or your eye. Like. Cool. Just naming, <laughs> basically name the service instead yeah. of... Or, or doing, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to stick with your, tattoo. Your face body art. <laughs> <laughs> I should just have like Erica at the front desk be like to every client, like just so you know, this is the way she says... Yeah, if she says tattoo, it's yeah. a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, just like, yeah, I'll give out cards or I'll send like an email before anyone comes in like, hey, common words that you're not going to understand. Yeah, preparation. Yeah. Here's Iona's vocabulary. Here's a sound bite of I this love it. fucking atrocious Scottish accent. No, that's, it's great. Everyone, I want you all to know too that I'm trying really fucking hard to talk clear right now. So I'm talking slower than I normally would. I'm trying to pronounce things real fucking hard. When she goes home <laughs> and then comes back, it takes me an entire week <laughs> to figure out what she's saying 
every single time or if i speak to my mom in the morning before oh. i come to work yeah yeah that's when it's real sick yeah my mom that's that's how it. it is when i go home i bet or um if for some reason i'm super tired i'm not joking like there's days that my english is just non-existent or yeah. if i ended my day with a french conversations or like french anything ooh, um, we almost have an overspeed. <laughs> almost. <laughs> I'll, I'll have some more. Oh, Grandma wants some more. Finally. Top up. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so if I, like, listen to something in French at night or speak to my mom in French and then go to sleep, I'm going to dream in French. And then in the morning, the first sentence that I'm going to say to Chris is in French. Oh, and yes. then he looks at me like, um, yes. Because Chris doesn't but speak no. French. No. Yeah. He knows, he understands pretty well now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he knows like, you know, good morning and like a bunch of little. Yeah. Well, shut the fuck up. How do you say that He French? doesn't, no, he doesn't know that. Oh. Um, shut the fuck up, you would say tailleul. Tailleul. Yeah. There you go. Sick. <laughs> that's that's like Quebec slang. So if anyone like I'm not French French. I'm French Canadian, which is a the slang thing. of French. So Bottom yeah, of the th- yeah, this is not this is not proper <laughs> French, you guys. <laughs> it's farmer French. Beautiful. But it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want someone to shut the fuck up, you just say tailleul. I love it. Yeah. I'm gonna use that one next time you rip me for uh, yeah. tattoo. <laughs> Perfect. Right? And I'm just going to laugh. <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. <laughs> so since we're talking about you working at the studio, if anyone didn't know, Iona is our permanent makeup artist, meaning that on top of doing microblading, like the rest of us, she does powder brows, she does eyeliner, she does lips, she does scalp micropigmentation. So she's our busy bee. That yes. offers a million things. She also does removal. I do. Which is much needed nowadays. I do. For I all do. of the tragic events that have happened to most of the population's eyebrows. Yeah. How did you get into permanent makeup? So. What did you do before permanent makeup? Oh, yeah. First of all. And then Shit. what brought you there? So when I was in the UK, I worked for a lingerie brand called Agent Provocateur. Um, like a high-end, uh, I don't know, kind of kinky, I guess, laundry. Um, I worked for them. Yeah, for it's 10 like a mix years. of like classic and kinky. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's it's pretty out there. Um, but I worked for them for ten years. Um, uh, at the end of working there, I was the manager of the flagship in Soho in London, um, which was a fucking cool store to work in. Um, I can only imagine. Yeah, so working with all women for 10 years, basically, which was um, interesting. (laughs) Um, We, yeah, it was like a lot of celebrity clients. I've seen a lot of celebrity boobs. That's amazing. Yeah, and it was... That's the best part of a celebrity you (laughs) want to see. It was cool, I guess, for me, when you grow up, you know, like as many women do, you're insecure about your body. When I first started working for that company, I was so shy. I am. Um, I hated. 
I hated my body. I hated the way I looked. I was really insecure. Um, and starting to work for that company, I worked with so many like confident, amazing women that really kind of brought me out of my shell, I guess. And then dealing with um, customers from all walks of life who had so many different body issues and learning that, you know, everybody is totally different and that you should love yourself the way you are, that everybody has parts about them that they love and it's trying to focus on that. And um, it was very empowering to work for that company, I must say. So I really, really enjoyed it. I worked with the most amazing women. I have some of my best friends came from working within that company. Some of my like funniest memories, like the shit we used to get up to I probably can't put out on a podcast I mean well I guess they can't sack me now right <laughs> like I'm, I don't work for them anymore yeah but it's too late yeah right we yeah I have some really fucking funny stories customer wise and oh my god I can only imagine the part of London that I worked in in Soho was um basically was like the red light district in London so we would quite often get men that came in thinking that we were a brothel um, and that the girls, yeah, no the girls that worked way. in my store, um, if you don't know, if you've never been to this store before, like the boutiques, the girls wear pink dresses um, that are buttoned up um, with high heels and we wear like stockings and um, like You kind of look like makeup. a sexy nurse. Very glamorous, um, like very sexy, I guess, but um, with confidence, so... Um, But we'd get a lot of guys that would come in and think that it was a brothel, as I said, and they would literally just walk in the door and point to one of my girls that were working in the store and be like, I want that one. And I mean, I don't know if you've seen me. I mean, how do you react to that? I'm not a particularly big person. I'm very small. (laughs) You are. (laughs) And the amount of men that I've had to throw out of a store very aggressively, like you wouldn't believe and I would literally just tear into people throw them out the door you just have to shout as loud as you can um in the end we eventually did get security guard like on the weekends to help oh my god <laughs> throw people out but for the most part it was like me being security which in in itself if you've seen me is a very funny thought that's hilarious but when you get like super scottish on people and just drop the c-bomb yeah, the you, top can, of your yeah lungs, you can probably sound you yeah. probably don't look scary but you I sound scary, very which aggressive is, yeah, yeah i can see that so that was that was an interesting job to have um i love that but coming back to your question when i moved over here like the green card process i wasn't allowed to work so i wasn't legally allowed to work anywhere so i couldn't transfer with my company so Basically, I wasn't I wasn't allowed to be employed anywhere for a while. So I thought I should use this time to refocus and think about what I want to do career wise, because, you know, being a manager in retail, like, am I really going to be doing that? Like into my 40s and 50s? Probably not. You know, I'm not really a a head office corporate type of person. So um, I guess I put together like two things I really love. Like I love makeup, um, but I didn't want to be move into a different location every day. Like makeup artists have to be on location. They have to go here, there and everywhere. That wasn't really my cup of tea. So Yeah, the I schedule mean, of a makeup artist is absolutely insane. insane. Yeah, you know that. Especially um, in this city. Yeah. But I love um I love tattoos. You wanna translate that word? <laughs> she loves tattoos. I do. <laughs> Um, and I guess like when I was in London I was kind of like in that environment my friends um, either own or work in shops or manage shops and 
my ex when we were together like he opened a shop and I would do like the odd day working there and when I first moved over here I was like let me put those two things that I love like together and I started looking into training to do um like permanent makeup so yeah that's that's what happened basically I just had time out and I could you know use that time to think about what I wanted to do I was pretty lucky in that case yeah I was about to say not a lot of people have that like buffer time that they can just yeah take a step back and kind of reevaluate mm-hmm. what they want to do and actually have the time yeah to start a new career I mean living in London it was it was really hectic um I I actually went to school for photography so um, how interesting I know that's so, so different I w- that's what I wanted to do and when I moved from Scotland to London it was with the ambition of like I, I want to be a photographer I want to get into studio I love like portrait photography so I applied for a few photographer assistant jobs as everyone does when they come out of school they're like I need to be an assistant to begin with yeah. um, get the experience and get into a studio and get the equipment um, availability But unfortunately, I was applying to places and they were like, your portfolio is like fucking cool. But I have this fucking rich kid over here who'll work for nothing because mommy and daddy will pay their bills. And so they don't need to be paid. So I'm not going to pay you when I can have this person for free. Yeah. So that's the way it went. And so it was like a lot of kind of doors closed in my face. And I was like, fuck, I just need to work full time to pay my bills and then once I get myself sorted out I'll get back into doing what I want to do and you know 10 years later I wasn't yeah one thing has led to another yeah yeah basically so that um that kind of sucked and so I didn't really do what I wanted to to do but here I am I feel like most of us don't yeah I mean I had a real passion for photography and I've I just have picked it up again um it's amazing what happens when you start to look into what you want to do you know like I was like why am I not do I like I love photography I go to exhibitions a lot like I I have like so many photography books at home like it's what I what I really really enjoy so I'm like why am I not doing this one thing that I really really enjoy and I'm like it's time I don't have the fucking time yeah I have to make time you know what I mean I don't have time because instead of going home and picking up my camera and going back out again I go home and I sit down and I order and food watch TV, and I, yeah. you know, I stick on Netflix and I watch the fucking yeah. I feel like that's the same reason of like why we don't, yeah, people that don't go to the gym because once I'm home, I'm like, eh. I mean, I don't want to go to the gym. Well, no, but <laughs> I just, I just mean like most yeah. people like it's motivation. Yeah. yeah it's it's motivation. not that we don't have the time is to really yeah. make the time for it. Yeah. And I mean, when I was living in Long Beach, I had like a two hour commute home you know yeah that's now that I don't have that two hour commute home I have 20 minute commute I have oh there's like an hour and 40 minutes that I have yeah but am I am I doing the shit I wanted to do then no I'm like arsing about like looking at Instagram and Instagram Instagram um and not you know still not doing it so I totally have to give myself a kick up the arse and be like just fucking get out there so I'm I'm working on a project with one of my friends right now, which That's I'm super so excited exciting. about. Yeah, so um, I'm feeling pretty positive and quite creative. I mean, you know, like Chris, your husband is is doing photography too, so it's kind of fun to see what he's doing and that's a bit of a good like motivation for me, like a bit of inspiration to see someone else doing something similar yeah. to what I enjoy. Um, to have someone to bounce chat about cameras is fun. Yeah, that's amazing. Dorky. I yeah. love that. Thanks, Chris. 
<laughs> Good job, Chris. Yeah. So yeah, I um I started training to do permanent makeup. Um so I actually initially went to um Daria Chupris's school in Beverly Hills. Um and I did um training for brows and um I also did a, a lip class there too. I really love their school like I think Daddy is like super talented she's really nice and for um, everyone reaching out asking about training for microblading or any permanent cosmetic that's normally the answer that I give to everyone mm -hmm. I've had a lot of students from my advanced class I don't offer a beginner's class but that's the one place that I send everyone mm -hmm. Daria Shupris she's just I've only heard good things about her yeah. training so that's really a good investment for anybody that's that's looking into it like get fucked with these one two three day classes yeah. like that's such bullshit you cannot learn in one two three days like this stuff it's no it's a joke because even like the good trainings are gonna be seven to ten days and technically you can't learn to tattoo someone's face in seven to ten days no So even that, the fact that like one to three day options exist mm -hmm. is beyond fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the way I did it was I, I did like that initial training. You can go back and do um, like further. I can't think of the correct term, but, you know, like a, um, like a shadowing days with mm -hmm. Daria, which like is further a great ed thing. Education. Yeah. And she um, offers like a lot of like ongoing support, which is really, really good. And that was important to me. But I actually got a job in a studio with somebody who was um, like super qualified and like a really great trainer. And she also like continued education with me. So it wasn't like I was going out and I was off on my own because that was important to me that I I knew that I was, wasn't going to learn it straight away, then go off on my own and be fine. Like similar to you, you learned and then you stayed in that environment that you learned and you continued education and you had somebody there to ask exactly. questions and like to having help. We've had pretty much an apprenticeship. Basically, yeah. Rather than most people out there, you know, yeah, pay a few thousand dollars for that one to ten day training yeah. and then you're on your own yeah. and you got to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And figuring out on your own how to tattoo someone's face. Yeah shouldn't have to be a thing no uh -uh. it's like <laughs> there's so many things that you can figure out on your own yeah but tattooing someone's face is definitely not one of them no that's just crazy <laughs> like it should be crazy. it's an apprenticeship or mm -hmm. nothing yeah unless if an apprenticeship is not an option just stay at home and practice on rubber for literally six months yep. before you actually get out there and yeah take and then like paying clients when you're ready to like do somebody's actual face what you should be doing is getting like friends or loved ones specifically like dudes have usually good brows if they have like good brow hair just be like can I do a couple of strokes like in the midst of your brow hair so that exactly. I can practice on because then it's not going to fucking matter if you fuck it up exactly but you're you're then getting the experience of being on skin and practicing stretch without doing anything so just having a friend and be like hey can I practice drawing or just doing like the stretch and that sort of stuff is like super important too yeah because there's so many there's so many steps to it that people seems to not understand because even drawing eyebrows is way fucking harder than people yeah. think it is yeah like I so many so many times I have people like 
watching me do someone's eyebrows and they're like, it looks so easy. And I'm like, if you have someone coming in with like the most unbalanced, ungroomed brows and you need to come up with a brand new shape out of this, you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. And I mean, us doing it because we know what we're doing, we make it look easy. I mean, there's still times but where I still, I'll like call you over and be like, yo. Oh, like, th- I mean, I, there's I days that like I take photos. That's probably my best advice is that when you're not sure and you don't know, like you look at the person's face and you're like, something is not right. And I yeah. don't know what it is. I take a picture of the client's face and then I look at the photo on my phone With the grid, just to yeah. see it from like another perspective Yeah, and then put the grid and being like, oh, one is longer. Like yeah. the arch is not in the right spot, but mm-hmm. it's hard, man. Yeah, you definitely, really is. like, I, I feel like when you're doing this, when you're like starting out, you really need to be in a place where you have somebody that you can ask questions. Because I've been doing this now for like, three years right and I, I still have questions after three years there's still somebody that comes in that I'm like I've never worked on this type of issue before exactly or I've never seen this healed result come back or this medication you know so you need to have somebody that you can bounce stuff off so it, it must be really difficult to do this and then just be on your own like out there yeah. and that's one thing also is that I feel like in the past few years like microblading and permanent makeup has become ridiculously popular where everyone is doing it. Yeah. And for some unknown reason, rather than being really supportive, there's a ridiculous amount of people in the industry that are really competitive. Yeah. And rather than like helping each other, they're just kind of ignoring people. Like I understand that like to an extent, like, I get a stupid amount of DMs and at the end of the day, I can't answer everything and I can't like mentor you for free through DMs because I'm like, I'm busy and like the advices and the content is, has value. However, in a certain way, like if someone is reaching out, asking a question of like, Hey, I'm really clueless and I don't have anyone else to ask. And odds are, if I don't answer and kind of put the person on the right track, she might completely butcher someone's face. Yeah. Like, why Why would I let that happen? Like, it yeah. doesn't take, you know, the, maybe the 10 minutes of back and forth for the conversation. Like, it's worth it to put the person in the right track and maybe save a good habit. Yeah. That, like a bad habit that that person would have fell into. For sure. And now, and it just, you know, if everyone was like that, because many times people reach out and they're like, I've sent this DM to like 20 people mm-hmm. and you're the only person who's opened it and answer it. Well, I mean, in that, that track too, I have to say that if somebody sends me a DM like on Instagram and they're like, hey like I'm I'm, I've been doing this for a little while but I'm struggling with this and I have a question and would you mind like if I ask you and they ask me a question and they've they've put the time in and they've been polite and they've been respectful then I'm so much more likely to take time out of my day to help that person as opposed to the person that sends me a fucking message that just says which needle yes when people don't say to me hello hi 
or I'm so sorry to bother you, but you know, I just have a question about this because I'm struggling with something and here's my question. And, you know, and then sometimes I'll reply to people and they don't even say thank you. They don't respond. They just, it just says like seen and they haven't said like, thanks for taking the time, you know? And I'm like, fuck yeah. you, man. Like, fuck you. That's Absolutely. so rude. I don't There's definitely that, a filtering process. That maybe sounds a bit rude the way I just said that. No, no, but no. But I think the internet, you know, the whole like internet culture made it so easy to reach out that I feel like a lot of people are just forgetting yeah. manners. There's like an expectation. Yeah, people like I'm not, I'm not your like Google something? search bar. <laughs> like you can't just put a question and I'm going to give you the answer and you move on. Yeah. You know I'm busy. And like you're taking time out of my day. I don't know you. Yeah. And I'm taking time out of my day to help you in just good faith. So yeah, the least I expect is don't be an asshole. (laughs) Like be nice about it. Please don't be a cunt. Be polite. And yeah, I mean, which, you know, would be fucking common sense. Yeah. But you guys would be surprised. Yeah. I swear to God. Between now and the end of my days, I will have to make a book of all the goddamn DMs of like... I say that I'm going to do that about agent provocateur and all the weird fucking people that come in. I'm going to just write a book. You should write one about... That's a good bathroom book. Right? Yeah. You should write one about weird DMs and I'll write one about weird people with foot fetish. Oh my God. (laughs) And the I men love that it. tried to buy my worn stockings. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Those are team oh things God. I'm talking about, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm so ready for that book. I'm on glass number four, guys, just in case you wanted. <laughs> I'm on like one and a half. <laughs> Grandma over here. Oh, I'm going to take a sip. Yeah. But. It's in your glass. <laughs> <laughs> it's your goddamn sugar sparkling <laughs> wine. So delicious. $8 a bottle. It is so sweet. I literally have no saliva left. I love sweet things, though. God damn. I'm not sweet I enough. need water to, like, Jesus, just water it. You had a grandma. I really am. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, the internet world right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just, just be polite. Be polite, exactly. motherfuckers. That's it. Yeah. Like, we're willing to be helpful, but at the same time, granted, when people reach out and, like, they're super nice about it, and then they tell me that they've reached out to other people and they got no answer, yeah, that sucks. Because I'm like, you've really approached people in the right way. And then they're like, oh, people have, like, read my question but never answered. Yeah. Or, like, some people are, like, not answering the kind of pigment and the kind of needles that they're using. Like if someone asks on a post, like it's some kind of goddamn secret. Yeah. I mean, I also have to say though, that when somebody (coughs) sends a message and they're like, Oh, like which color combination did you use for these eyebrows or these lips? Like, please understand (laughs) that it's going to look different on every client. Yeah. Your color combination on your client is not going to look the same as, as if I put it onto another person. Exactly. So, and I feel yeah. like people also get thrown off that they don't realize that even from phone to phones, yeah, like your screen is not the yeah. same. Your settings are not the same on yeah. your phone. So ridiculously, like one brow combination on my phone can look different on yeah. someone else's phone. Yeah. Even the studio and light and like you're at the front with natural light. I'm at the back with, you know. Exactly. 
with like a ring light, with like nothing. With no <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like I'm making them work in the dark. God damn it! I'm in the goth corner. <laughs> That's what you get. That's what you deserve. That's what I wish for. Your little corner cave. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. No, she has lights, guys. I do have lights. I'm not. I'm, I'm just not making, making a joke. I'm just saying the there's dark. a little bit of a difference yeah, between... Yeah. Like we have different lighting yeah. per, yeah. basically per station. And yeah. we also have even like different ways to take photos. Yes. So, and different ways to edit our photos. Yes. Meaning that we don't edit the brows, but we do edit the skin. Yes. So, it's just more appealing no photo-wise. Because that's the thing. Also, is that unfortunately, if we don't edit the skin... People are complete assholes and are just going to tear apart our lovely clients because they have a zit on their forehead. Like it's some kind of... I feel like 10 right now. Yeah, which most people do. Yeah. But it's crazy how people on the end... I'm like, I have to be conscious of like my client's lashes because someone is going to talk shit about their lashes. Yeah, be nice Yeah. If you don't got nothing good to say fuck off exactly don't say fuck anything right it just it's not nice and to be honest women have it hard enough yeah i really don't need some kind of stranger yeah bashing my like hey you can bash me i have thick skin i really don't give two shit don't. anymore i'm so sensitive i'm not i'm yeah i don't know secretly obviously it's gonna hurt me to some level yeah but i'm gonna move on real quick yeah that doesn't mean that my client will. Yeah. And I'm not okay with I'm not going to move on from someone talking shit to my client. Don't use Instagram as a form of therapy. Exactly. If you have issues, go to go therapy. to a therapist. <laughs> That's uh, one thing I do love about uh, America is therapy. That it's like an open... It's such a normal thing. Cool, yeah. Before I moved here, I was like, oh, people go to therapy. Like, what the fuck? And now I'm like, I wish I had therapy when I was a teenager. I still, I mean, we've talked about that a couple of weeks ago. I still yeah. have never been to therapy. I go. I highly yeah. need it. <laughs> I didn't go until a few years ago. I'm so fucking happy I, I did. I really, really. And it's not that I've never been thinking that it was a bad thing. It just, it's one of those things. I straight up just don't make the time. Mm-hmm. Like I've been talking about it for years. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to find someone. And then yeah. two months later, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to find someone. Yeah. And then two years later, I'm still, oh, yeah. I still haven't been. Anybody that so. thinks that therapy is for assholes needs to go to therapy. Yeah. That was me. And I mean, I, I just don't understand why in any concept it's seen as a bad thing. Because it's the equivalent of sitting down with your friend and like, yeah dump like well, talking shit dumping your emotion which everyone yeah. does that's at a cultural all time. difference for you right there cultural difference british people they're so closed off we don't talk about feelings you just keep your yeah, problem you keep to yourself yeah your problem yeah. is your problem and it's no one else's business damn and that's so that brutal was, yeah yeah definitely that's the way that i was like brought up and i guess like a lot of my friends as well like you just keep your shit to yourself and you just get on with stuff you know so that was that's definitely Damn. a cultural difference. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We don't discuss problems and we don't discuss money. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I hate when people ask me about money. I've definitely, I was raised that uh, we, you like you don't talk about money. My mm. mom was like, you don't ask me how much I yep. make. Oh, yeah. And which is funny. Like now that I'm an adult, I talk money with my 
parents like they're super open about it yeah I think because now the like they understand that I understand money I don't talk but to when I was when I was younger it was just it was more I think my parents were not concerned that I would ask them like how much they were making mm -hmm. but they just wanted me to be sure that you don't ask someone that Right. Yeah, that it's it's impolite. It's not the dumb exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like there are things Aye. that you just don't ask. Like you don't ask a woman when she's going to have kids. Yeah, don't fucking do that. Don't do that. Don't ask me how old I am. Fuck off. See, you can you personally can ask me how old I am. I really don't care because I'm 33 years old and I fucking love it. I'm I 33 love 33 years old and I fucking hate it. I love being in my 30s. Oh, fuck off. I love it. It's so good. I want to be 21 again. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to be 21 again. <laughs> I, I get no. hangovers now. I didn't get hangovers when I was in my 20s. But see, I'm a grandma. I don't have that problem. I don't party anymore. Oh, I get hangovers like two day I'm hangovers. I can't drink. If yeah. I have work, I can't drink when I have work. So I only drink like when I don't have work the next day, just as an FYI. In case anyone's like, oh, she's an alcoholic. I don't want her to touch my face. Um. <laughs> See, I need I need my drink at night because I'm gonna <laughs> says grandma. I need no, my drink. No, at but night. like I have like I pour. But that's the thing because I'm a grandma. I pour myself a drink while I cook dinner. Are we shitty and slowly sip on it. Are we Bailey's through dinner, and then maybe it makes it to the couch. That's how long I Ooh. sip on it. Party, <laughs> and then sometimes I just pour myself a second drink. But fuck. But that's it. I have oh, yeah. one or two drinks that I'm fine. Okay. If I have three, I'm hungover the next day. Yeah. So having three drinks is like me going out. I think I had I had four drinks the other night out to dinner with my friend. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, I had my shirt off in a photo. I actually had four drinks yesterday at Super Bowl, but it was in the afternoon. So I think by the time I went to bed, like at nine that was gone. Yeah. So I actually again. went to bed at 11 p.m. Shut I've the been, fuck up. Since the holidays, I've been going to bed between like 11 and midnight. Oh my God. That's bananas. It's like a regular. I'm normally like dead asleep by 10 p.m. Oh, nope. I'm, I'm at least midnight. But now, I don't know. Just, Chris is a grandpa, so you made me a grandma. Oh, God. His alarm it. is at like 6.45 in the morning. Ew. Yeah. I'm so if I person. so if I go to bed, see, I'm a morning person, but like seven thirty, no, six forty five is way too fucking early. I have to get up at eight thirty, right, to get myself awake in order to be at work for ten thirty. Yeah, so I need it, two hours to get myself enough that I can <clears throat> have a conversation with. And I don't yeah. mean a conversation like in detail. I just mean a polite like. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. If I don't have two hours before I see someone, I'm going to rip a head off. I'm like that too. Because I mean, you start at 11. I start at 10. So that's yeah. why for me, getting up at 7.30 and then I get this to the studio by like 9.30 yeah. and my client's at 10. Yeah. So I have, yeah, so I have a good two hours. Yeah. I start later than everybody else because I can't wake up on time because I'm a teenager and then I work later than everybody else so that at the end of the day, I can put on the music that I want to listen to. And finish my there you day. Go. Yeah, finish my day on like NXS or like fucking 80s shit. Billy Idol. That's good. Yeah, but a Dillinger escape plan sometimes. Yeah, that's a bit too brutal for our clients. Depends on the client I have. Sometimes they're okay and they're like, just yeah. whatever you want. I just mean like during the day. Oh yeah, for sure. 
Like yeah. we kind of have to. Yeah. We don't really keep it PG-13 because we normally have the classic hip-hop on. You play a lot of classic rock, though, which makes me want to fucking kill myself. I hate ACDC so much. We normally put classic rock if it just, I don't know. Like if you want to piss me off. No, that was Christmas music when you played Christmas oh, music. Oh, yeah. I was fucking love Christmas oh, music. I hate Christmas music. I <laughs> wanted to kill herself. I had a client the other day who came in for a touch-up, and she was like, she was like oh, the music is really, we're playing like an 80s like you know mix music whatever she's like oh the music is really good today she's like i remember the last time i was here they were playing christmas music and you just were like cursing the whole time like <laughs> saying how much you hate and i was like i'm so sorry she's like no it was fine it was funny i mean a lot of people hate christmas music it's totally fine just that that was her lasting impression of me was that i was swearing about christmas music i was like shit that's not good customer service, i don't think she it? took it personally well she came back so that's yeah, so that <laughs> is a, a good, good thing <laughs> yeah she came back and she had a smile on her face so that's um, good yeah. But yeah, we tend, I feel like normally classic hip hop is our go-to. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of swearing. Sometimes people ask us if we can change the music. I know. It's just kind of weird to me. Which is a no. It's a hard no for me. Yeah. I mean, Even I Even if need, I don't like the song, I'm like, nope, I'm not changing it. Well, my thing, and I completely, I think there's also a way that like, if you are personally offended by a certain song, I think it's totally fine to ask for the song to be changed. Yeah. And, you know, with some kind... Or like, like if Coldplay comes on, of course, if, if I haven't suddenly <laughs> blurted out fucking change this fucking song right now, then yes. you, by all means, scream at the top of your lungs, Erica could change a fucking song. Exactly. Like, and she's we definitely have Yeah, she's we definitely have some songs that, like, just don't... It's not happening. Yeah. So at the same time, like, if there's a client that there's also a song that, like, it's... They just want to, like, yeah run out of the studio... I can totally get it, but when you're just, like, it's not your vibe, I'm like, we're the ones working. We need to be in our element to tattoo your face, Aye. so yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's us coming from a tattoo yeah, tattoo shop experience yeah. kind of Used background. to play very aggressive a bit, metal. <laughs> <laughs> a bit too free. Yeah. But. Wait, you don't like Pig Destroyer? Oh, sucks for you. <laughs> Gosh, I would not play that kind of music to do brows. Oh, really? <sighs> oh. No. Uh-oh. I can't. I really, uh, that's the funny thing is like, I, I feel like I used to listen to like so much heavy music when I was younger and now I hear it and I want to rip my ears off. Like now I feel like my mom being like, take the music down. You like, are it was, fucking grandma. I know. I fucking hate it. No, I still listen to a lot of heavy stuff, but I have sprinkled in like fucking Shady and Rod Stewart too. So, you know, I keep it eclectic. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I'm more like, yeah, the verve. like classic. I don't know. I just, it's the whole like screaming. I can't do it anymore. Oh. Like the mu- the heavy music part of it. It's totally fine. But yeah, it's really the screaming part. Now I'm like, why did I ever enjoy this? I think because you're so mellow now. I probably still have a lot of like pent up aggression. <laughs> I'm still a teenager. You're very oh. chilled out, I feel. Yeah, I am chill. Yeah. I think I'm just too stressed. Oh. So I think, yeah. Honestly, that's probably why. Yeah. I'm so goddamn stressed that when I hear it. Gives you anxiety. Like, yeah. Like everything inside of me. I'm like, I'm shaking. I'm, I don't know what to do. Like I'm. Oh my God. Yeah. It doesn't work at all. Okay. No. Too stressed. Yeah, no heavy metal in no. the studio. 
see, I don't know. There's heavy metal. I feel like it's really a case by case. Yeah. But most of it really bothers me. <laughs> oh, Christ. A lot. Of, yeah. But hey. How did we get out to talking about I have Pink no Destroyer? idea. I don't know. I don't know. Is this Asti? This is what Asti does for you guys. Yeah, that's what it does. Yeah. Grandmas are drinking. And <laughs> I'm just going to make you a grandma. <laughs> that's what you get. No, I am. <laughs> Everybody knows I am. Yeah. You're just a party grandma. Yeah. I'm a grandma that goes to Jumbo's clown room sometimes. Oh, that place is red. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> two, two, two times. times. <laughs> you fucked it. Asti. It's Asti that did it. God damn it. Next year you're going to be like, that's so sick. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was really I, offensive to do an impersonation of a Californian accent. I'm dead sorry. Don't be sorry. It's fine. Sick. Don't be sorry. Sorry. Like like a Canadian person. I'm dead Don't sorry. be so sorry. Sorry. But yeah, no, it's fine. Good. So how do you go from Pig Destroyer to Kelly Clarkson? I have no idea, actually. <laughs> Just like super fucking eclectic music taste. I'm just all over the place. Like I, l- you I like really are. You like like the most pop shit. Yeah. And then the hardest shit. Like I have a tattoo of Dolly Parton on my leg. That's amazing. Yeah. Like I love Dolly Parton and I love like, and I love the Smiths, right? But then I love fucking Rod Stewart and I love like American Nightmare and... um pig destroyer and you know like all that i just i have such an eclectic taste and i guess i'm just a weird person you're just keeping things balanced yeah that's fine i love kelly clarkson man it was so good so iona and i with erica went to see yeah went to see kelly clarkson last weekend yeah and it was fucking incredible first of all obviously i I knew how talented she was, but I think like I had never seen her in concert. So I no, me neither. kind of forgot how beyond talented she is. And she's funny. She's fucking funny. Oh my God. So fucking funny. And just so humble. Like yeah. she kept talking to fans being like, oh, hey, you were here last night. You were sit like you were standing right there. I don't and remember like, that. I was trashed. Yeah. Just recognizing people in the audience yeah which was just so rad yeah she, i don't know third time oh she my said it a god third time. what fuck. the fuck you're fucked i'm broken yeah done god damn it <laughs> but yeah so it was a fantastic night yeah I had and a good time. iona was Drunk. on a whole other level yeah and she was so on a whole other level that she hugged us yeah several times anybody that doesn't know me i don't like people touching me just to put that out there i don't like people she doesn't hug no unless we force her (laughs) (laughs) like i hug i definitely force hugs on her i can if someone forces me i'll do like a side hug or like a one-armed hug i definitely feel uncomfortable don't get me wrong like i hug like the dude i mean i do yeah and i hug like my mom when i see her because i don't see my mom often i do one arm hug most of the time i'm that, not gonna lie it kind of that's what weirded me out i think moving here is the way that um like generally american people as a greeting they hug each other and i found it very uncomfortable um because for me like my greeting if i meet people is to shake hands yeah 
And so when I came here and everyone was coming at me with hugs, I just, I freeze up kind of. I go like real stiff and I go very awkward. And well, I mean, I'm awkward anyway because I'm British, you know, like that's a thing. But I feel like I'm extra awkward. And then when someone comes in for a hug, I just, like, have you seen those fainting goats? <laughs> <laughs> they get excited and they faint. Like for me, you just fall to your side. when someone hugs me, yeah. I just go fucking stiff as a board, man. I'm just like, I'm so uncomfortable. Oh God, and I don't know hilarious. how to react. And I'll, I go super red too. So I'm I'm pretty shy. But so let's say like, if I just meet someone for the first time and hug them, like they come to hug me. To me, that's that's a bit weird. If uh-huh. like if I meet new friends, but yeah. that they're with friends, I feel weird hugging my friends and then shaking hands with the rest. Right. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna hug everyone. I don't hug my friends. Though. But if I just meet like a random person, when I meet them, I'm gonna shake hands or just you know yeah. say hi and talk. But then, like most of my clients, like they're gonna come in and then you know. It's like, hi, we're chatting. But then after chatting for two hours, when they leave, we normally hug. Because like we, yeah. now I'm like, we got along, we got this. Yeah. No, it's not that like, it's it's nothing to do with the person and that I'm like, I don't want you specifically not to yeah. hug me. It's, it's just people just being me. so goddamn close. Yeah, I just, um, I think I'm like a, an awkward, uncomfortable person. And for me, like to shake hands, it's like, it's cool, it's solid. I'm like, I'm shaking your hand. It's like, hey, nice to meet you. Like, yeah, that's fair. You know, and I'll do like a good handshake. But then when someone comes in to hug me, it fucking takes me I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And it throws me off. Damn. <laughs> That's how you feel about the hooks. Yeah, basically. I'm like <laughs> tumbleweeds, you know. <laughs> so that was that was a difficult thing for me when I moved here was that to try and chill out a bit. And I still can't quite do it. I, I mean, mean I can see that. Yeah, if I've had a drink, I'm like, yay, I'm so happy. And like, you're my friend and I can like give you a yeah. hug and everything's fine. But... Otherwise, unless I'm dating you. How would you feel about, so back home, mm-hmm. I think it's a very, I mean, it's a very French thing. Um, when you meet someone, you don't hug them, you give them a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, I mean, that's like that. I'm I'm more fine with that than hugging someone. Like oh, okay. My ex-boyfriend was Spanish, so it's like a very European thing to give yeah. two, two kisses. Yeah, that's so what it is back home too. For me, it was like like one kiss on the cheek is cool it's like you you kind of do a handshake and at the same time yeah. a kiss on the cheek and then for me to have to like transition into two I was like oh shit I've got to do two kisses now like what the fuck <laughs> that was you know a handshake and two kisses like you know ooh. there's a lot going on yeah like coordination um so like that I'm totally fine with but hugging I just feel like very like ooh, I don't know I just go really stiff I mean, that's fair it's a very it's a very intimate action. Yeah. I think that's the thing is for me that it is like an intimate thing for me personally. Yeah. So that I do that feel sense. that it's more like if it's a f- like a good friend, I'm going back home and it's a good friend that I haven't seen in six months. I'm going to give them a hug because I'm like super excited and you're yeah. my good friend. Or if we're dating, I'm going to give you a hug like every because it's an intimate thing. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Know? That makes sense. But when I'm just meeting someone, I just I suddenly I get very flustered. <laughs> So if you're listening, please shake my hand. You'll make me happy. 
should just present your hand like as soon as you meet people. I do and people just bypass it and fucking pull me in. (laughs) And it's like I just can't help it but be awkward and I go red and then I think they get embarrassed because they see that I've got embarrassed and it just turns into a shit show. I've never witnessed a situation where people seemed embarrassed by it. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So I think it's probably your... You feel so awkward that you're nervous that they're gonna notice. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also not like it's a long, like a long thing. Yeah. Like people, it's like hug and bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think people really it, have time to uh, notice yeah. that you're uncomfortable. I think I'm an overthinker, so I probably just once they leave, oh, I'm you thinking are. about it. Oh, you yeah. are. Yeah, the worst. It's fine. Overthinking. I'm like her mom. I'm just guiding yeah. her through life. Yeah. She told me the other day we that was a this. cycle. with reason yeah i had my reasons yeah you did and you know what you were fucking right see you were fucking right i'm a good mom yeah yeah you are mom that's younger than me i try (laughs) (laughs) you know i try to give good advice yeah you do and i have to ask for a lot of advice too because I still haven't come to terms with the cultural differences of living here. So I get confused about a lot of stuff and I have to ask like, hey, is this, is this normal? Can I say this? Can I write yeah. this? Like, so I do have to ask for a lot of, um, I don't know if advice is the right thing, but I have to just, just bounce, guidance. Yeah. I have to bounce shit off you and yeah. make sure that I'm saying things. I mean, correctly. I do that with Chris. Yeah. Like, yeah, whenever I'm not sure of something, he's kind of my buffer. Yeah, yeah, that I'm that's like, a good word, a I'm like, I'm going to dump my Aye. words onto paper Aye. and please, like, <laughs> revisit this and kind of reword it for me yeah. in a proper way. Yeah. But yeah. There's a lot of stuff here that's just like a total head fuck that I'm like, I don't understand. Well, I feel like especially for you, because I feel like there's a lot of conversations, mm-hmm. like expressions like we were talking yeah. about the C word the other day, which is... It's common for me, it's don't get offended everybody, okay? But it's common for me to say cunt. That's a common word. I'm sorry for bringing this onto your podcast. No, which I find it very, very funny. So the highest accolade, right, that you could give to somebody in Scotland is if you call someone a good cunt, that's like, oh shit, they I must be it. a solid fucking... Good you're cunt. a solid person yeah. if you're a good cunt. Yeah, basically. So if I call if I'm like you're a fucking cunt, it means you're the worst, right? Yeah. But if I'm like you're a good cunt, it's like, oh fuck. You're yeah. really good. Gold star. I'm up there. I like that. Yeah, so for me it's like a normal, like common and we But don't I feel like it's like in the US, like people just call each other a bitch all the time. I hate the word bitch. Which yeah, like I despise. You know, if anybody calls me that, I'm instantly like really fucking offended. I, I actually use it quite a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I if if a man calls me that, oh, if it's yeah, out the door. Like I I just will lose it. Like I found it so. If offensive. a dude uses it, like if you know Chris and I are gonna use it joking, yeah. Um, like I call him bitch all the time, yeah. which is very funny. Um, but yeah, if some random dude called me bitch, yeah, I found it really disrespectful. I will kick you in the balls so goddamn quickly <laughs> like it's a hard no like you've crossed the line yeah uh, yeah that's no 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 so it's that's basically calling me a bitch is the equivalent of calling me a slut um, i those two words are not yeah gonna that have zero tolerance for yeah. those two words coming from a guy yeah but if a girl says that i'll be like yeah whatever yeah i would rather I someone know. calls me an arse 
You're being a bit of an arse. If someone calls me a bitch, I'm, yeah. being, I'm like, you've just fucking lost five points <laughs> for me. Bye. I'm sure I've called you a bitch before. Have you? I'm sure. I, don't I, think so. I use the word bitch daily. I still like you, so you can't have. You probably knew what I meant. So yeah. you didn't take it personally. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it was in a jokey way. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like I don't call argument. someone. Exactly. Yeah. Like I don't call someone an actual bitch. Yeah. I just use the word bitch. Like I would say, hey, girl. I hope we get like that was the most money for every time we say bitch because we right? said it a lot. Bitch. Damn. Need a bitch sponsorship. Such a bitch. I hope we get an <laughs> Asti sponsorship, man. I want some free Asti. I have it tattooed on my foot. Actually, that I should tell you also that the very first tattoo. You want to translate that word? Your very first tattoo? Correct. A tattoo. My very first <laughs> tattoo that I ever like did on anyone, I tattooed Asti on my friend Yeshe's leg in fluorescent pink. Oh and my God. Yeah, and he's since covered it up. And Why? Because he's That's a fucking so cunt. Did you hear that, Yeshe? You're a cunt. Uh, yeah, he covered it up. not a good one, apparently. No. Oh, he is a good one. He's a, such a good one. But, uh, yeah, that was the first thing I ever tattooed. So this is very fitting that we're drinking Asti I right love now. it. I yeah. mean, to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen you drinking something else. I drink a lot of Outside vodka. of a house. Oh, yeah. Like, that's your house drink. Yeah. I do make uh, espresso martinis at home. Oh, yeah. But that's usually my, like, okay, motivate She's yourself. introduced me to espresso martinis, oh, and yeah. that's life-changing. Yeah. When you need to motivate yourself to get out of the house, right? You've got to do one part vodka with one part either Kahlua or almond milk Baileys because we're vegan. I am. Um, so one part vodka, one part Kahlua or the almond milk Baileys, right? And then espresso. But if you don't have like anything to make a good espresso at home, then you can get some like mocha cold brew. And just fire oh, it together. Good. I do that to get myself more. Can I just do regular cold brew and not mocha? Yeah, I just like that little chocolate yeah. taste. Yeah, definitely. Know? Yeah, I don't need it that sweet with yeah. the. I'm a sweet guy. Baileys. Yeah. Um, but Kahlua, vodka. Can I do tequila instead of vodka? That sounds disgusting. I'll try it. Well, yeah, you can fucking try it. But if you, if you make it, you've got to drink it. Waste oh, yeah. not, want not. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't, like, I normally don't do vodka. I can't. Uh, vodka's my thing. Yeah. My uh, tequila's my thing. So yeah. I'll try it with tequila. I mean. Yeah. Oh, tequila makes me feel sick. That's how I feel about vodka. I once threw up on someone's feet <laughs> after I took a shot of vodka. Not to vodka. A shot of tequila. I was dating him at the time. Just vomited all over his feet. He deserved it. He was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> but to bring you back to the weird oh, hugging. Yeah. Hugging, yeah. That's so what are like your weirdest things that people here do or like just traits about the states that are different? Yeah, like um, weird things that you're just not used to that is very strange to you. I mean, I know we discussed a lot. Dating in LA is fucked up. I mean, I think also you can't put like, you can't really put the entire country in LA. And like LA is such a... Yeah. A different place. Like LA it's its, its own, own goddamn thing. world. I'm not talking about outside of, of LA. I'm talking about specifically Los Angeles. I haven't dated anywhere else other than London or It's Glasgow. such... I mean, I don't obviously thank fucking God. I moved here yeah. with Chris. Yeah. And we got married, so I will never have to deal with the goddamn... 
mm-hmm. dating pool, but just watching so many of my friends dealing with, you know, the bullshit. every dating app and like, yeah, just social media being part of a new relationship well that's the thing is is fucking terrifying i've never i've never haven't dated in a really really long time so to have social media now as a thing i can't tell if it's la on its own or if it's social media on its own or if it's a combination of the two things but i feel like everybody's always waiting for something better to come along so it's like nobody nobody can commit to shit anymore because they're like, oh, but what if what if there's this other thing or they're constantly getting DMs from fucking people like on the side and like everything is um is so open and people aren't into commitment, I feel here. Yeah, no one wanna settle here. Yeah. It's but, like Yeah, I feel like it's the best way to put it. Like really people are waiting for like something better to come yeah. along. And it's like what what can I feel get people out do of you? that with their with their career as well. Yeah. Like, no one really wants to, like, oh, I'm going to do this for now until I can do that and until I can do that. And it's like... Yeah, we discussed this earlier, too, like, about about work. Like, somebody asked me last week, a friend was like, what's your goal for work? Like, what do you want to do? You want to have your own studio? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, hell no. I was like, where I am, like, I'm fucking good. Like, I'm happy. I enjoy the studio that I'm in. I enjoy the people that I work with. I enjoy my boss, which is you. Um, (laughs) so for me I'm like no like where I am right now is like where I want to be I don't have like some ulterior motive to and that's what I feel dating is like here is people are like what can I get out of you to move on to something else and then at the same time like I'm gonna keep like one foot out the door in case someone better comes along which is so fucked up and I'm not used to that kind of behavior so I don't know if that's like a thing with British men where they're just like oh like we're dating and now we're together. I think one of the big difference is probably also that like social media has became like so involved in everyone's life yeah. that when you were, you know, in the UK four years ago, Instagram was definitely not what it is now. I mean, I didn't have Instagram until after I moved here. Yeah. I purposely avoided it. So I, I feel like, like it's Ooh. probably... It's probably an issue. Yeah. On some kind of level everywhere. Yeah. Because now people can, you know, yeah, literally have a stranger sliding in their DMs or anything. And then people wonder why it's so, like, everyone has trust issues. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I don't have. Like, I'm so glad that the whole DM, because now that thinking back, when I when I met Chris, like DMs was not like DMs are not that they're still kind of recent. Oh, I don't know that. That was no not idea. that long ago, if I remember correctly. I'm very behind the times. It takes me a long time to like I get set in my ways with something. Yeah. So it took me a long time for my friends to convince me to get Facebook. Oh, okay. And then it took me a long time for people to convince me to get Instagram because I was like, I can't handle too many things yeah. at once. Like, it's too much. I mean, I've been, I crazily, I've been on Instagram since the month it started. Damn. It used to be a invite only. Oh. When you, yeah, it was a Look very... Look exclusive bitch it was, it was a very yeah, strange that's right i called you a bitch hey, you did it's so rad <laughs> Fuck. uh no it was She's just on our there was not class. a lot of there was not a lot of people on it and it was very different it was really just you post a photo people comments yeah but 
it was definitely not as crazy as it is now. But yeah, DMs came in really later on. Because I know that when I met Chris, DMs were definitely not a thing. Yes, he was spacing you. Gosh, no. I, that was that was far gone. I wish I could find my old MySpace. God damn it. I, still, I can still log into my old MySpace. I tried to recover it. Nope. I never deactivated mine, so I can just oh, like fuck. log in, look at those fucking sick photos. I literally, any photos that I took from back then are gone. Shut the fuck up. I have zero. I used to be the most goddamn emo girl oh on the God. planet, and I have zero proof of it. It is so upsetting. I have no photos of me as a teenager because I was so camera shy. But like early 20s, I've got some fucking sick pictures on MySpace. I went from like the weirdest goddamn style. I went from early high school, I was super tomboy, like skateboarding. I've seen the Tomboy, photos. yes. Those photos unfortunately still <laughs> exist. And then everything after that doesn't exist. So I went from super girly after that. Mm. And then I had a candy phase, <laughs> like a raver phase. Stop. No fucking idea why. Never oh been to a goddamn God. rave. But I just had like the whole raving style. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I had pink hair for like five years straight. We've all had so pink hair, So I think hair, it just yeah. kind of, you know, it just worked. Um, she had some cool spanking. Dude, I had like furry pants. <laughs> I went that far. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And then I kind of, because I used to listen to ska. So I was a ska kid. I hate you. Which it's fine. It's, that's the one thing. Listen, Jake. I still love ska. So I'll, You're so fine. disgusting. I know. Real big fish forever. <laughs> ska is like my worst thing. Ska I mean, and reggae. See, I'm, I don't really like reggae. I really don't know. I'm, I think I still like ska just from like, I'm just nostalgic Nostalgia, about it. Nostalgia, yeah. I think that's all it is. Ska, reggae, and drum and bass. It just, I just makes me, like, with. it makes me happy. Like, it, I don't know. It, I think it just brings me to like happy, happy memories. Kelly Clarkson makes me happy. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But yeah. And then after that, I had like a super punk phase. Like, just i don't know just like very deep like yeah. my belt the bullet belt yeah with my duck martin beautiful and it's a good look it was great that's actually that's how i look when i started college mm-hmm. and then i went super goth that yeah. i had long black hair with micro bangs beautiful betty bangs i really i just yeah I just visited every single style. I did metal, then I did goth, and then uh, I was into hardcore metal. Yeah. So that was I my, think that was my biggest yeah. my biggest phase, like yeah. metalcore. I, I still went. listen to all the same fucking shit. I'm still a teenager, I guess. Chris and I have like phases that we drive and we're like, ooh, let's like put up everything that we were listening to. Yeah. In like our, I drive days. to a lot of um a lot of like eighties, you know, like cutting crew, and shit like that. Um, like uh, 
I like a bit of Corey Hart as well. But Sunglasses at Night, that makes me happy. Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, I've got a lot of 80s driving tunes. In Excess, fucking, yeah. you know, you man, know my love for That was Excess. one of my dad's favorite when I grew up, like when I was oh, young. man, Michael Hutchins was like ultimate babe to me. It's, yeah. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. I just, yeah, I love a lot of very random stuff from the 80s, just from what my parents were listening to. Yeah. My mom fucking loved Phil Collins. Oh my God. And I love Phil Collins too, I think, just because I've heard it so much growing up that yeah, I'm like, Genesis. yep, Genesis, bring yeah. it. Sick. I'm all for it. Yeah, my stepdad used to listen to Genesis yeah. a lot. I love it. <laughs> you know, just little details like that. Fun times. But yeah. So what else do you hate about? Um, okay, so what do we, I, I hate hugging, I hate dating, I hate people like mocking my accent. And I get that people are like, oh, it's endearing and it's like cute and it's different. But when it's happening to you like five, six, seven times a day and it's the same shit, it's like monotonous and you start to feel like, I feel really embarrassed. Like, yeah, that's fair. So there's one thing of like people um, like imitating my accent is one thing and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then there's also the embarrassment of me saying something that people can't understand, which is obviously not their fault. Mm-hmm. But I, so I get embarrassed too that I'm saying something and people don't understand me. And See, to me, someone imitating you yeah. is infuriating. Yeah. Yes. Like that's so rude. Yeah, it happens a lot. I mean, I could I couldn't imitate you if you paid me. <laughs> like, I I can't understand. I mean, the fact that like you you like the term for me here is like I'm a legal alien. That's the term for me right now, <laughs> right? So yeah. the fact that I'm referred to as an alien in itself it just says it all, you know? It's incredible. Yeah, it's. I miss being an alien. I'm an alien. Like I'm that's not just, an alien anymore. It makes you feel so secluded. Like you're I so love out it. of place. But it's yeah, it is such a weird term. Yeah. I definitely found like when I moved to begin with, when I moved to I was really confused by the fact that every American person I met told me like, Hey, yeah, I'm I'm Irish or I'm Scottish and I was like, Huh? Like what I don't understand. So then I'd be like, Oh my god, you have an American accent. You must have moved here when you were really young and they'd look at me like no I was born here and then I would get really confused because me like you know I I didn't understand that people would want to discuss their heritage yeah so my it's just like oh five generations back yeah was Irish so I'm Irish so for me like um one half of my family or well like one half of my grandparents like came from Belgium right so to me that was like me saying to people Oh, I'm Belgian. Yeah. So to me, that's that's how it, initially I was like, I didn't understand why people were saying like, yeah. I'm from X place or whatever. And so I was really, really confused. And I had all these people like being like, oh, like I'm from here. And I'd be like trying to talk to them about Scotland or Ireland or England or whatever and they were they telling me. And they had no idea. And they had no information. So I was genuinely confused. And I would just be like, I don't understand why this keeps happening to me, why people keep telling me. I'm from here, but they've got this American accent, and I just didn't understand because I didn't understand American history, and so that's fair. It's a very unique. Well, it's kind of ignorant on my like half to move over here and not understand like the history of, um, you know, the fact that it's such a new place. I have such a history in in the UK. I mean, I don't think it's ignorant. I think it just yeah. 
but it baffled me that I felt that people didn't have like a pride in being from America. So I was really kind of confused by that. Like there were like it's to, to us from the UK, we think that Americans are really patriotic. But I think that's one that's one funny thing that I've noticed about Americans. And I, I like when I say that, I'm not putting everyone in the same basket. I'm just no generalizing. Not at all. But I feel like a lot of people like pick their battle where when the subject is very American and they agree, all of a sudden they are so proud to be American. Yeah. But the second things don't go their way, they embrace everything else from themselves mm. that is not American. Almost yeah. a kind of like escape of like, I'm going to pick and choose what works for me situation to situation. Yeah, and I mean, we all do that to a certain extent anyway. But also yeah. I think that I didn't quite understand the fact that people were making an effort to connect with me. It's what was happening too. Yeah. That people, I was like saying, like, oh, I have a different accent, you know, so someone's going to pick up on that and then they're going to be like, oh, you're from here. Like my grandfather was from, you know what I mean? So they, they're trying to connect. So it's yeah, a positive yeah. thing, but I just couldn't fathom it. It didn't make <laughs> sense to me. It's so strange. Yeah. So it honestly, I think it probably took me about 18 months of being here to like, honestly understand that realize where people were what coming people from. yeah yeah and it, I definitely felt like it was ignorance on my part I'm not putting I'm not trying to shame anyone or say that people can't claim their heritage of where um like great-grandparents or grandparents or parents are from um I think it's fucking rad to embrace like whatever cultural you have in you um but it was definitely like something that I was like it was just an unknown approach yeah. that you were like what is happening yeah cuz uh, you when someone's when you're in a foreign place and someone tries to connect with you and is like oh yeah like i'm scottish too and you're like fuck like where are you from and they can't answer it you're like wait what's happening right now yeah it's you're so like this confusing. conversation fell flat yeah, like so you get super super excited and then you get totally deflated when they can't yeah. like interact with you the way you're expecting them to and that makes sense but it's cool Anyway, I like that. Yeah, I like it too. I like being here. I hope this doesn't sound like I'm being miserable. No, I feel like, I mean, I think it's a weird time to be here. Like, yes. let's not. And especially, you know, all political things aside, just I think if you're from somewhere else already that like the rest of the world's values, I feel like are so different than American values. Yeah. That. Already, like, the basic transition is hard. And now, like, the current America is different than what it was when we both moved here. Yeah, when we moved here under Obama, we were like, fuck yeah. Yeah, and now I feel like it was already, like, a transition of, like, okay, we can do this. And now it's, like, a whole other transition that I'm like, oh, my God. Like, where am I? What what is happening? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have to kind of reevaluate everything all over again yeah which is i don't know it's a strange it sure is it's a strange time for america it's almost as strange as the gaps they have in the public restroom doors dude i hate it i don't understand why is there a gap it's like a peeping tom haven. yeah it's missing that like that just one little like metal yeah. thing that covers the crack like most places just like a centimeter gap where someone can just and it's happened just to watch all of you us pee. it's happened to all of us where you're just taking a pee 
in the fucking airport and or someone in makes bar, eye contact and that someone gap. eyeballs you through the fucking gap in the door and you're like she and I if want you're wearing to flush a, myself in the toilet if when you're that wearing happens. a jumpsuit or something and you've had to strip the fuck your off, tits out yeah <laughs> when your tits are in someone's eyeballing you through that one centimeter yeah. gap not okay not okay america no it is a very strange thing you know where in america doesn't have a gap in the bathroom tell me where ikea because it's fucking swedish i know but they just moved it over they were like fuck it we are not approving just, the gap it's it's i don't they have a little they have a like little metal yeah. thing yeah on both sides of the door yeah which you know common sense it just doesn't make any sense. I like, know. Unless whoever insti- like invented American bathroom stalls is a fucking pervert. Most likely. Yes. Right? It's like putting a fucking glory hole in or something. I bet it you didn't very think strange. I'd say glory hole on your podcast. A glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, that is not a common thing. <laughs> That's the one thing I hate the most about America. Gaps in the bathroom door and the way that servers say appreciate it when you make an order why do they do that i just want my fries why do you appreciate that i've ordered fries yeah that's strange i hate it appreciate you i wish we did i'm jealous that you guys i wish we didn't have to tip yeah we only tip if it's like a table of six or more and then we do ten oh, percent. Like yeah, ten percent. Or if you had what? fucking sick service, or if you're a bunch of tattooers and you're a fucking nightmare, you have to tip at the end. Yeah, which is fair. Yeah. I think that's just respect. Yeah. Um I also just pay your fucking servers properly. I hate and I mean that's like that's not a difference bet- between Canada and US because that's the same. But I fucking hate that tax is not included in the price of everything. Yes. Like what why is it so complicated? I understand that each state has a different tax, yep. but how about you put the same fucking tax in every state and you just solve the goddamn problem? Yep. Or it blows my goddamn mind. Just put it on your menu because your restaurant's not going to move from fucking California exactly. to fucking Utah. Exactly. Unless it's I mean that's their problem. It's on wheels. <laughs> it just yeah. Unless you've got a restaurant on a wagon. That's annoying. Yeah. Super annoying. Yeah. Tax. Fuck tax. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So many problems. I feel like we could have this conversation for. I feel like no one's going to listen to this. For like three hours. Everyone will have switched off as soon as I said cunt. That's fine. (laughs) This is not an episode for pussies. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Was that a joke? Damn it. So good. Was that a joke? (laughs) This is glorious. Your dog's just looking at us like we're a fucking piece of shit. I know. They're very disturbed. But yeah, so I feel like we could be talking about this for hours, obviously. Another two hours. But, you know, maybe maybe this is going to call for... A part two at some point. Yeah, maybe we're going to listen to this back and be like, shit, that was ridiculous. Let's retake. Yeah. Retake and not talk about bathroom stalls and glory holes. That's fine. We can figure it out. We'll talk more about NXS and how hot Michael Hutchins was. I like that. Yeah. 
Maybe we can talk about Edges Elba too. He's super hot. So I'm really glad that you love working at the studio. It makes me really happy. It makes me happy to be and there. And I'm really happy that you did join the team. It's been a great... Thank you for hiring I me. acquired an artist and a friend. Yay. So that's amazing. What else can someone ask? <laughs> it's really exciting. Someone with a normal accent that you can understand, maybe? No, because now I'm not the only one who sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was so happy to work at your studio when I came and I was like, fuck yeah, she's got an accent too. No one will make fun of me anymore because at my old studio, everyone just ripped the way but I But I don't make fun of you. You fucking do. <laughs> I, d- I like, I think in a way, it's like not that I make fun of you. I just, you are my first very Scottish friend. Yeah. So before you, I've never encountered a scottish person so this is a very new accent to me (laughs) so i think it's not that i'm making fun of you it's just like sometimes i'm like genuinely curious of like how you say some things (laughs) and i'm like i want to understand how this came about yeah my tongue wraps around shit yeah which i feel like i'm not making fun of you i'm just laughing at like how (laughs) different it is and i'm just yeah. I think, yeah, I'm just, I just try to understand. Because it's very... I'll try not to it's sing It's very interesting. No, I fucking love it. <laughs> Keep singing, girl. I might just sing your theme tune Keep or something for on, your podcast. Oh, my God. Just, just so that everybody can understand how it is. So Should Iona just do an amazing intro for my podcast? <laughs> I think so. Someone write a jingle for Audrey's uh, podcast and I'll just sing it. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Okay, that's a deal. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you for being an amazing part of my team and being my very first guest for my first podcast episode. Thank you for having me on your rad podcast. <laughs> what a bitch. So, oh, fuck <laughs> you, you're such a cunt. <laughs> what a great way to say goodbye. <laughs> no, but thank you, seriously. This has been it's an been amazing fun. an amazing start, and I hope that people don't judge us too much. Yes, please don't judge us. Yeah, please come back for episode two. Just remember, please. we've been drinking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of this podcast. Yeah. What's in your glass? Yeah. Nothing, no. Drink it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank you, and hopefully you'll come back soon. We'll see how the translation goes down. Okay, right? perfect. Thank you for having right. me. Bye. Thank you. Bye.